0: us tonight on what happens to be a local holiday just down the block from us today the city of west hollywood is celebrating stormy daniels day for real of course every day is stormy daniels day if you watch cable news but today it was an official event they had a ceremony with the mayor and everything you see they gave her the key to the city all for having sex with donald trump he didn't even give her the key to his hotel
1: room, and oh, shut up! <laughs> it,
2: it was pointed out by one of our astute listeners. I I can't remember if I printed it out or not. That um, she had sex with a guy she says she hated and was hated disgusted the by, but was gonna get something out of it all. And that's the like, that's what you choose to salute. I, I know it's weird. Well, well it's all because she's anti-Trump. She's anti-Trump. So yeah, I like the
0: the tag there on the joke though. He didn't even give her, Trump didn't even give her to the key to his hotel room,
2: right? Every, the every key to day the city. is Stormy
3: Daniels Day if yeah. you watch cable news. <laughs> yeah, that, um,
2: was, that was good. I appreciated that. The audience sat stone-faced, or stoned-faced, <laughs> more appropriately at Kimmel's show. The headline today, and we've talked a lot about it already and Willigan later, is
0: that the president has canceled the North Korea summit. Uh, I don't want to get back on that, but I did just come across this tweet, which I thought was amusing. Ian Bremmer tweeted yesterday. The South Korean president put the odds of a summit at 99.9% happening. Don't! Yesterday, 99.9%. He said it almost certain that Trump and Kim will meet. Then it got canceled today.
2: Only slightly higher than the New York Times put the odds of Hillary getting elected. Like on election day. So there you go. We'll talk more about that later. Um, Speaking of Trump, James Clapper, who was
0: the director of National Intelligence... That's the guy that's over all of them, right? Right. The CIA, that's something we invented after 9-11. Because we'd failed to connect the dots. And we felt exactly. like another layer of this would be uh, just grand.
1: But anyway. He's the umbrella over it all.
0: He was that guy under Obama, and he said this yesterday.
1: Well, first, I, I need to make clear that when we did our formal intelligence community assessment in January of 26, uh, 2017, we did not make any call at all about whether uh, the Russians affected the outcome of the election. We didn't have the authority, charter or capability to do that. Since I left the government, though, as a private citizen, it's my what I would call my informed opinion that given the massive effort the Russians made and the number of citizens that they touched And the uh, variety and uh, the multidimensional aspects of of what they did to uh, to influence opinion and affect the election. And given the fact that it turned on less than 80,000 votes in three states, to me, it just exceeds logic and credulity that they didn't affect the election. And it's my belief they actually turned it.
0: So James Clapper, who is the director of national intelligence, believes the Russians clap. changed the result of our presidential election by their interference, and that's yeah. why Donald Trump is president. That is by far the farthest anybody uh, with any uh, you know gravitas has gone in yep. making a statement like that. It's you, fair enough, well stated opinion. Gotta keep in mind though that it came out this week. His book, "Facts and Fears: Hard Truths from a Life in Intelligence." So you're making your by far strongest statement the very week your book comes out. Mm, What a happy coincidence. Takes a little of the, uh, this is just your assessment fun out of it, to me. That's
2: just like your assessment, man. Yeah, Yeah, although I listened to his opinion, he expressed it. I thought, yeah, you might be right, but it's unknowable. So anyway...
0: No, he's making a statement that's extra strong to sell a freaking book. If he believed that, he does an interview every damn day (laughs) since President Trump got elected. At what point did you start believing that? Just coincidentally, the day my book comes out. Mm. Give me a break. Same with Comey. If you guys think the government is being overthrown by this crazy orange weirdo, how about you come out and say it when you're not making money off of it? (laughs) Why do you wait until you're making money off it before you come out and make your strong statement? and assessments man i gotta write my book quick before you convince people of all
2: this stuff you seem yeah. really phony when you say it the week you're gonna start making money off of it sure it's transparent <clears throat> well and and again the opinion he expressed if that's all you got please ho-hum yeah might have turned wisconsin Ooh, <laughs> i mean i'm uh, listen listen who's talking here joe joe getty Number one anti-communist currently on the air. I won't let the Cold War go. <laughs> Putin is a Soviet. The Chinese are plotting our downfall. The Ch- also, though, there's really good stuff. The, the world is catching on to what I've been yelling about for years now, which is that our, our college campuses are lousy with Chinese spies. It's undeniable. But anyway. China. So, uh, so having said that, Uh, And and we've got to keep our eye on Russia because they're trying to mess with us and our civilization civilization and our culture and our elections every way Putin and his boys can think of. I absolutely get that. But come on, clap. Clap. uh, It is unknowable. Clap on. And you know what? Clap off, James. (laughs) Uh (laughs) See what I did there? We got
0: this text. The Russians actually picked me up and drove me to my voting booth. That's funny. (laughs) That's good.
2: Here, here is the booth. That's here, enough of that. You are registered here. Go vote. I thought you should hear that. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, of uh, people of foreign extraction, my boy Elon Musk went on a Twitter rant. He went Trump. Elon Musk of Tesla fame? Yes, and SpaceX. And the Boring Company, which I thought was like a joke, but I think it's like digging in the earth. He also
0: invented the earthy smell.
2: And... <laughs> <laughs> and the affordable flamethrower. Oh, so right. many reasons to right. admire Elon Musk. Now his rant is long, colorful, specific and enjoyable. can we we don't have anything lined up next, do we? We'll we'll come back with that all right um For now, brief comment on what seems to be the second biggest story in America, the NFL. Agreement that you got to stand up for the uh, national anthem and be respectful. You unless if you don't, you got to wait in the tunnel or in the locker room. There be no more kneeling, or the or or what, or the teams will be fined. The team will be fined. Mm-hmm. So you know we talked about this yesterday. I I think it's a way for the owners to say. Look, I'm in favor of my black players and them expressing their opinions, but I, I can't afford this. Turn out your pockets, they're empty. Um, so I, I'm afraid, fellas, i got to ask you to, uh, to not do that. Um, this will achieve nothing. This has gotten us nowhere. Um, guys will still kneel, uh, etc. Um, well, the New York Jets owner... Somewhat more bravely, risking a little more, I'd say. The, at New this York, point. the New York Jets owner has already come out.
0: At least one owner has already come out and said, I will pay the fine, not the players. I never want to put restrictions on the speech of my
2: players. So we're right back where we started. Exactly. I'll bet Jed York of the 49ers does the same thing. All your, you know, how can the Seahawks not do that? Um, another progressive enclave. Um, so uh, I just uh, well, yeah I think we're back where we started
3: and the just other, with different fines. I still feel like there's details missing from this too. How much are the fines going to be? I mean yeah, that's that's a, a, that's a big variable. Uh, sure,
0: if it, is it a million dollars or is it five hundred bucks? That's a, a huge difference.
3: Is 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 me staying in the locker room an option? Is that disrespectful? Will my team be fined for that? You know th- there's still nuanced details that are, are very much lacking, which is surprising to me considering well, how. No,
2: specifically you won't be fined for staying in the locker room. Oh okay. that's, that's in the agreement. That's in okay. But I, I did see the amount of the fine. I thought, and it was laughable, it was like $27! It wasn't that, laugh- not fines, that laughable, most Bernie. Most
0: fines for sports players are laughable. You sure. do something and they fine you 1000 bucks. I make $30 million a year. I
2: love it when people do the math to say, okay, if you make fifty grand a yeah. year, that's $0.87. Cents. Uh, I, not much I, of a deterrent. And yeah, yeah, the fines to... are going to be like 30 seconds of revenue at one beer tap. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh well, whatever. We'll see how it plays out. They're just hoping against hope that this is the main
0: problem they have and that the sport just isn't declining in popularity.
3: Oh. In before, the ratings actually go up because people are allowed to gamble on it now and they say see, the anthem rule worked. That's my guess. Huh. I think I think ratings will go up because
2: gambling. Huh.
3: But we'll see. We'll see.
2: Wow, I saw an interesting article. Remember when Bill Belichick held that one defensive player out of the game, one of their best players, whose name I don't recall because I don't care, um, and how incredibly controversial that was? And they lost the Super Bowl? In a legalized betting environment where everybody knows everybody's betting, that sort of decision could cost a million people many millions of dollars? Uh, that, that'll change the sport. Hmm. I mean, you'd have riots. You might have the stadium torn down.
0: Interesting. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Somebody, who is this? I know this is a blogger. What's a blogger? Someone who owns a computer.
3: Hmm.
0: Bloggers. It it came linked to the New York Times somehow. Anyway, this particular blogger uh, wrote this a couple of days ago. He believed that John Bolton going on TV and bringing up uh, Libya and Muammar Gaddafi was a deliberate effort to provoke a breakdown in talks. Between the North Koreans and the United States, which has happened. If you're just tuning in, uh, Trump has canceled the summit. And I saw David Sanger of The New York Times, who might be the best guy on this topic. Um, he said his reporting is that Trump was getting increasingly uncomfortable with this summit over the last couple of weeks. So it is possible huh. he had Bolton and Pence say some things that he thought would, uh, you know, give him a good reason to back out.
2: So often when something inexplicable happens and you can't figure out why, it's because you're missing a key piece of information. That could be it.
0: Maybe he wanted to. to fall apart. Do we have
3: reporting on what he was concerned about? Like, what was the growing concern? I, I don't know that. Huh. Uh,
2: if, if your amount of faith that they were operating in good faith was declining and declining and declining, and you realized, okay, I'm just walking into a an S show yeah. so North Korea can act like they're cooperative. Forget it. Some ribbon-cutting ceremony. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. Sanger did say, and I just saw him interviewed on uh, CNN a few minutes ago, um, he he said his reporting was Trump was getting increasingly uncomfortable with the meeting and that the, the North Koreans wouldn't follow through on what they were talking about and right. that would make him look bad. And Yeah, yeah, interesting. So maybe he did send out Pence and Bolton to say really strong things. And maybe the idea is not necessarily to end it, but put him in a position of, okay, if you're really committed to this, we'll see how committed you are.
2: Hmm. I find myself wondering, why wouldn't he just say, I don't think they're serious about it. Everything going on behind the scenes. I, this is going to be a waste of time um, uh, for reasons I can't really explain. Well, I don't well, know. Like I said, maybe, maybe that's it, it.
0: it tests their level of commitment. They might, you know, They might put up with the harsh talk if they need it bad enough.
2: Huh. I don't know. Yeah, where this ends, nobody knows. So Elon Musk, I love him, a hero of mine, uh, he went Trump on Twitter. Um, and actually, that He's, description factors into the Twitter war. But, when did this happen? Uh, I believe yesterday. because ye- Wednesday, yes. Yesterday was the day
0: that the news came out that Consumer Reports was not going to recommend the Tesla 3, so he might have been yep. in a...
2: Uh, in a foul mood. It all started when he attacked big media in a quote uh, featuring an article about Tesla. The holier than now hypocrisy of big media companies who lay claim to the truth but publish only enough to sugarcoat the lie is why the public no longer respects them.
0: Well, he's he right about that.
2: Yes. Then he said, a new tweet, the media has earned this mistrust, but maybe there's a solution. Then came the pushback. Andrew J. Hawkins, who writes for somebody or other, I don't know. Musk continues his slow transformation into a media-baiting Trump figure screaming irrationally about fake news. Hope it works out for you, dude. Now, buckle your seatbelt. Because the musk melon is pissed. The musk melon, <laughs> and my, I quote:
0: "My wife always says it's cantaloupe. <laughs> I, 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 must refer to it as musk melon, but she what? says it's a cantaloupe. Aren't they different? I think they're the same thing. Wow! She claims they are. I like. She doesn't like the term
2: musk melon, which you know I don't blame her now. That I think about it now. Back to the bellowings of the musk ox. <laughs> Thought you'd say that. Anytime anyone criticizes the media, the media shrieks, you're just like Trump. Why do you think he got elected in the first place? Because no one believes you anymore. You lost your credibility a long time ago. And not content with that blast, he went on. Problem is journos are under constant pressure to get max clicks and earn advertising dollars or get fired. Tricky situation is Tesla doesn't advertise, but fossil fuel companies and gas diesel car companies are among the world's biggest advertisers. Oh, good point. Wow. Whether that is the motivator he suggests it is, you know, I don't know if I agree immediately, but it's an excellent point. Oh, hey, another sanctimonious media person who thinks he's above criticism. Try being truthful, and the public will believe you again. And he finally got to the reveal. Going to create a site where the public can rate the core truth of any article and track the credibility score over time of each journalist, editor, and publication. Thinking of calling it Pravda. That's kind of what the knife media does already, who we talk to weekly.
0: Pravda, which is Russian for the truth. No,
2: ironic. And he took the pulse. Create Is that a true? Me- yeah yeah. Create a media credibility rating site that also flags propaganda botnets. I'm sorry, Is Das Pravda? <clears throat> Did I do it right? I don't know. That was German. <laughs> Dang it! I
0: don't know. You speak Russian a little well for me.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait. To keep an eye on you. Wait a minute. What? I mean, Game of Thrones, swords, comic book movies. What
2: city do the Yankees play in? <laughs> uh, Florida, right? Right. <laughs> Even if some of the public doesn't care about the credibility score, the journalists, editors, and publications will. It is how they define themselves. Not only needs to be bot-proof, he said, continuing to brainstorm, and, and uh, you know, I couldn't afford it, but how would you like to have uh, Elon Musk walk into the room and say, you know, I like your show, uh, here's what I would suggest. I would write more furiously than I've ever written before, and or just turn on my phone and and record it because but, you think his ideas are good oh my god yes uh, he has the sort of mind that churns out you know great ideas and, and a concept of how to achieve them in a way that uh, i you know it's like watching somebody pole vault i can only imagine what it feels like i have
0: the kind of mind that churns out look at that cat that's a funny looking cat
2: <laughs> yes it looks
0: kind of like a bear
3: a second donut Ooh. would be delicious <laughs> that's what
0: mine churns are out. there
2: any more donuts <laughs>
0: And then it turns out I shouldn't have eaten so many donuts.
2: (laughs) But back to Elon Musk tossing off ideas like most of us toss off dead skin cells. Not only needs to be bot-proof, but seek and unmask anyone operating a disinformation bot army. Um, It's an interesting... But then he got back to Burns. No, they're just some rich kids in Berkeley who took their political science prof too seriously. Ouch. Well, good one, though. Good one, dude. Good one. Um... Oh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. then weighed in, said, it'll be interesting to watch journalists in the media paint him as alt-right now. Break out the popcorn in three, two, one. That's pretty wow. good.
0: That is good. So, can you read that first part again, his shot at the media? I thought that was really good.
2: Sure. I want to make sure I get all the way... Uh... Ah. The holier-than-thou hypocrisy of big media companies who lay claim to the truth but publish only enough to sugarcoat the lie is why the public no longer respects them. The media has earned this mistrust. Um, uh, Anytime anyone criticizes the media, the media shrieks, you're just like Trump. Why do you think he got elected in the first place? Because no one believes you anymore. You lost your credibility a long time ago.
0: I don't think they are always trying to sugarcoat a lie, but they are regularly... Either misinformed or poorly informed, and we've talked about this many times. And ideological. Whenever we see an article about the radio business, which is about the only thing I know anything about, it's always so bad. I it's mean, it's just, woefully inaccurate. It's it's childish. It's probably the way the doctors uh, watched ER. And thought that's unrealistic. Or the way just...
2: doctors listen to Marshall's uh, ridiculous <laughs> studies. <laughs> but anyway, so there'll be there'll
0: be a, there'll be a, a, a the, in the business section of some newspaper an article right. about the radio business, and it's just it's so dumb, right? It's, it's so wrong. Half of
2: it's wrong, and the stuff that's right is so lacking in context, it's misleading. And I always right. think,
0: well, this is the only industry I know anything about. So why would this article next to it about the car industry? Why should I expect that to be any more accurate? I just don't have the knowledge to compare to it. So I think that
2: probably happens a lot. Right. Then my man crush goes on to point out the other undeniable aspect of the issue. Problem is journos are under constant pressure to get max clicks and earn advertising dollars or get fired. And that's just a fact. Oh, yeah. That's just a fact. So they're tarting themselves up and showing a little thigh. I've tried that... Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
4: Well, Secretary of State Pompeo adding a new wrinkle to the U.S.-North Korea summit
2: cancellation. Maybe if you got on your elliptical, you'd have better thighs. Mm.
4: we got another American diplomat suffering a mysterious brain injury, only this time it didn't happen in Cuba. And the connection between sleeping in on weekends and an early (laughs) death.
0: That's good heading into Memorial Day weekend. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, big development today. Oh, by the way, we got this text. I mentioned is can- I think cantaloupe and musk melon are the same thing. My wife hates when I call cantaloupe musk melon. She says it. <laughs> she says it ruins yeah. it for her. <laughs> That's legitimately
3: the first time I've ever even heard of musk melon.
0: Yeah, it must be a regional thing. I grew yeah. up with it being musk melon, and uh, my wife's a West Coaster and grew up with it being cantaloupe. Cantaloupe and musk melon are like maple bars and long johns, which is also what I call those donuts. Ah. Is so yeah. it's just Is similar a
3: maple bar, a long john?
0: Yeah. Or a Napoleon, right? It's a long john. Isn't that a Napoleon? I don't think so. I don't know. I think Napoleon's Napoleon. Why, Jack, did, can, why did you guys call stuff wrong all the time? <laughs> Jack can use cantaloupe in a sentence. <laughs> I also grew up with sofa being in Davenport.
2: And yeah, I do see, say that's uh, just
0: unnatural. And I do say pop instead of soda, but... What are you going to do? Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
4: President Trump canceling the June 12th summit with North Korea's Kim Jong-un, citing the tremendous... to the brink of nuclear war! Citing the tremendous anger and open hostility in a recent statement from the North. That's where North Korea called Vice President Pence a political dummy for saying North Korea could wind up like Libya if it doesn't denuclearize.
2: Listen, I realize it's not too courageous to say that James or uh, Michael Sanger. Is it Michael? David. David. That's funny. It just flitted out of my head. It's hell getting old. Anyway, uh, it's not very courageous to say David Sanger is probably right because he's a great reporter, but the whole they were increasingly uncomfortable with the summit and thought this is not going to go well. Um, And we're looking for an excuse to get out. That makes more and more sense. Sure. Because I couldn't figure out the whole, we're so butthurt by your fairly typical North Korean blusterings. That I'm sorry, I can't come to dinner with you anymore. I mean, it just didn't ring true. Well, along with the Trump
4: letter, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says North Korea didn't respond to repeated requests from U.S. officials to discuss logistics for the now-canceled summit. Hmm. Pompeo telling the Senate Foreign Relations Committee today the lack of response was an additional reason for Trump's decision to call off the meeting. You know,
2: I was trying to sell a house recently, and all sorts of delays, excuses, non-responses, etc. Right. And I said to uh, Robert, our real estate representative, I said, I've, I've been part of plenty of deals that fell apart, and this is one of them. And sure enough, it was a few days later. So I wonder if they were getting that sort of feel.
0: When things get weird, it's, it, it's you, you know it often is the case. Although we got this job. Speaking of our twenty year anniversary, we the guy called us and asked us if we wanted it, and we, we said something. I don't remember how it went down, but we didn't hear from him for days, and we thought we
2: just thought, well, that's over. Well, well, yeah. Well, didn't we, we did an audition show, and he said, hey, yeah, I listened this morning. Um, I'm on a call right now. Let me call you right back. Uh, and and forty eight hours yeah. went by, and we had completely not mostly
0: completely okay. Well, that's you know that's not going to happen, right? And then he just called up and said, "So when do you want to start?" Oh, what? <laughs> start what? <laughs> so so sometimes yeah. those are not indications of malfeasance, but or... usually they are. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Meanwhile, in North Korea, CBS's
4: Ben Tracy was one of a small group of reporters who managed to. Watch the demolition of a nuclear test site today.
0: They blew up the three tunnels that remained. Uh, They claim that makes the site unusable. They did put on uh, quite a show. There were uh, many explosions. They blew up basically all the buildings on the site. So they have done something there that would not allow them to easily conduct another test.
4: Now, while that has been finished off, the reporters all get to hike another mile and a half back and take, uh, what, a bus ride and then an 11-hour train ride through North Korea to get back to the capital to fly out while all of this other stuff is going on.
2: Followed by a 45-minute helicopter flight, <laughs> a brief jog, right. and 10 minutes on a pogo stick. <laughs>
0: You have to saddle up a two-hump camel, take it around the mountain, and then get on a one-hump camel. China
4: isn't sure how a U.S. government employee suffered a brain injury. The employee was working in China from 2017 until last month, and he reported a mild traumatic brain injury after feeling abnormal sensations of sound and pressure. Yes, this is the Cuba thing again. Uh Uh-huh. Cause of the injuries unknown. It is, as Joe was just saying, drawing comparisons to similar reports by diplomatic staff in Cuba in 2016 and 2017.
0: Where did it happen this time?
4: China. 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 China.
2: I need so, to delve deeply into this because this is highly, highly hinky. The fact that it was a couple of uh, commie regimes is not a coincidence.
0: Well, you think uh, Cuba and China are working together? It's possible. Yeah. Turns. Yeah, China called up and Cuba said, hey, where'd you get that uh, uh, the brain melting uh, noise thing?
4: Yeah, we, any chance we can
2: borrow that?
0: Turns out, sleeping
4: in on the weekends could help you live longer. Yes! A it new, could. Boy, yes. I, I do not sleep in on the weekends. Uh, a new study found that people under the age of 65 who get less than five hours of sleep on the weekend had a greater risk of
0: early right. death. How many people get less than five hours of sleep on the weekends? Swedish and U.S. researchers (laughs) studied over
4: 30,000 people over 13 years. And people who got
0: an extraordinarily short amount of sleep on a weekend, like nobody listening does, had poorer health. Okay. They found
4: that those who got less than five hours of sleep a night during the week but who sleep in
0: on the weekends
2: had no greater mortality risk. So basically wow, so you can catch up on the weekend? That's what they're saying. I didn't think that was generally thought by neuroscientists. No,
4: that's why this new test huh. is why they're saying it turns everything around. No, you can not get caught up on the sleep you missed during the mm. week. Now how
0: long can you wait? Can I sleep well, like, Can I sleep one full day at the end of the month to catch up? <laughs> uh,
2: Marshall, I'm going to need you yes. to uh, replicate this study <laughs> in, in your own home this weekend, please, and bring us your results on Monday. No problem. I'm sorry I'll be glad Tuesday. to do that. I will not be here Monday.
4: The Boston Celtics have a three games to two lead in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals. after yes, Jason, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, a- after Jason, Bill Russell. <laughs> after Jason Tatum contributed 24 points in the 96-83 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tatum has got
2: possession to say Shot clock is a three. Tatum, left-hand dribble, pulls up at 20 feet. Got it at the shot clock Ooh. buzzer. Right. And a child... I'll lead
0: them. John (laughs) Havlicek with a last-minute steal.
4: What is that?
3: And a
0: child shall lead them. Uh, That's
3: that's dumb. He's like 19 years old, really good
0: rookie, very talented. And, yeah, but uh, when I no, know. get, I that, get that. that. He's a young basketball player. Don't, don't make the, the biblical references during your basketball games. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from that. Yeah. No more Hail
3: Marys in football either. No! The Bible.
4: <laughs> All right, that's your
0: news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the
4: Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Bob Cousy, Dave Collins. I'm
2: running out of old <laughs> Celtics. It's, it's Celtic, Jack. It's a culture, not a costume. <laughs> It's a civilization, not a a mascot. Briefly, Bill
0: Walton. Throw it down, big
2: man. Throw it down. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I'm looking at the headlines we haven't gotten to yet. The judge rules that it's unconstitutional for Trump to block people on his Twitter account. Oh, yeah. The Chinese brain scramblings. I don't think we've gone uh, heavily enough into that. Hippos poop so much that sometimes all the fish die. That's a <laughs> one.
0: There we go. Now we're talking. Well, so much for the China thing. We're, we're taking your calls. Why did a Disney movie have scenes in it that were grooming people for child molestation? We probably should talk about that. Yikes! The scenes have been taken out of the movie Show Dogs. Oof! Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This
3: is Bill Walton. Tune in to the Armstrong and Getty Show. How can they consider themselves professionals? This is a disgrace. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. <laughs>
4: is a college graduate he went to medical school he's not going to come through all the security go to the county lockup to find someone his own people say does not exist hanky well, what does that mean fix hanky i don't know, strange weird why don't you say strange or weird i mean hanky that has no meaning well, we say hanky i don't want you guys using words when i mean
3: got no meaning i'm taking the stairs and walking
0: so, Joe Joe used the word hinky. Did I? Sean thought of the scene from The Fugitive with Oscar winner Tommy Lee Jones saying, don't use the word hinky, it has no meaning. Don't use words around me that have no meaning. <laughs> I'm walking, I'm taking the stairs. <laughs> That's funny.
2: I wonder if he said that to his college roommate, Al Gore. Yeah. The number one Tommy Lee Jones uh, piece of trivia.
0: Um. So, the N-word, I'm thinking there's a chance the N-word might be breaking through to you can say it out loud when you're discussing it. Well, I would hope so. Which hasn't I mean, been the case for quite be. a while.
2: We have, we have. We've had guests discuss it a long time ago. Yeah, I don't recall that. Yeah. Well,
0: um, so there's a movie called Show Dogs coming out. It's a kids' movie. And this is different from the N-word thing, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've I've transitioned. Okay. I should have uh, had uh, music or a stinger. Dun dun. In the movies today segment. There's a movie coming out called Show Dogs, and they they took a couple of scenes out because parents who the N words in there, no, <laughs> N-word has nothing to do with this. <laughs> sorry, they took a couple of scenes out of the movie, this kids movie with with talking dogs. I mean, it's that much of a kids movie. Okay, yeah, it's got cool. talking dogs. I can dog. picture
2: it. I sat through plenty of them.
0: I enjoyed several of them. Yeah, um, because it it says it's got scenes that. Uh, Talk about grooming children for molestation. Which is weird. Let me read it to you. Um, Global Global Road Entertainment has announced that it is re-editing the film Show Dogs to delete two scenes that parents and others said portrayed sexual abuse followed by inappropriate handling of the abuse. In both scenes, a Rottweiler named Max has his testicles inspected by dog show judges, which is standard at a dog show, the parent's main issue is the way that Max was told by another dog to handle the uncomfortable inspection. So the judge comes along is handling Max's genitals. Mm-hmm. And the other dog says, go to your Zen place, Max, go to your Zen place.
2: Oh, that's a pretty good joke.
0: As one parent uh, wrote uh, the day, blah, 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 if, if Max doesn't let his private parts be touched, he might lose the competition and he's supposed to just pretend it's not happening.
2: Yeah, it is huh. kind of weird. Yeah, you know what? That's not crazy. No, it's not There's crazy. There's a lot of complaining and bitching and fake offense in today's America, but I get that. If
0: it were in the movie, I wouldn't be offended. I wouldn't boycott it, any of that stuff. Yeah. But it does says here seek to normalize unwanted genital touching to a child audience
2: well given the fact that they are um uh, what's the term although i don't know that making the animals into humans Anth- essentially anthropomorphizing yeah. anthropomorphizing yeah exactly
0: i i don't know if kids lo- would look if any kid would look at that and say that dog accepted its genitals being touched. My genitals are here. I'm going to accept I don't know if that would ever happen, but...
3: Yeah, I get it. Find a different joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. Leave it out. Yeah, it's a fine joke if it was like a PG-13 high school comedy thing. But yeah, specifically targeted a PG or G-rated movie like this. I I understand their complaint. Yeah, in which the young dogs are stand-ins for young people.
0: Now back to to the N-word. So I don't know this um, Josh Denny. He's a big deal on Food Network, apparently.
2: Um, he was on a podcast the other day anyway. Don't watch the Food Network anymore because it makes me hungry too much. Oh, really? All that yummy food, yeah. Start thinking, what do we have
0: around here to eat? He's the host of Ginormous Food, and he's a faddish white guy with a red beard is what he looks like. Mm. Anyway, apparently the, the he's used the N-word several times and refuses to apologize for it, and some people are calling for him to apologize. And he is actually making the argument that straight white male, the term straight white male, has become this century's N-word. It's used to offend and diminish the recipient based on assumptions and bias. He says there's no difference. It, yeah, I thought that was yeah. really an interesting
2: point. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's the N-word of the 21st century. That's, but when people say... Intriguing thought. But when people
0: say straight white male, they don't just mean you're straight and you're white and you're a male. Mm-mm. They mean it, there's all kinds of awful uh, uh, things that go along with right. that.
2: Right, You're a bad person. You should not be trusted. You have benefited unfairly, et cetera, et cetera. You need to be taken down a peg.
0: But anyway, he said the N-word when he's having this discussion. Ah. And he's being asked to apologize, and um, and he's refusing to do it. And I'll be interesting to see what happens. He he he. So far, still has a job. Yeah. Uh, I I got to believe at some point we'll grow up enough that in the context of discussing the word,
2: right? It's not like Voldemort. I mean, because right. that's silly. It is absolutely childish. Yeah, and it's made me crazy for quite some time. But I've come to accept that you know a certain part of the world is either uh, very stupid and doesn't understand context, or it's a really useful tool for if you catch your... Adversaries doing it, you get to ruin them. There was some music, and so you feign outrage.
0: There was some music event over the weekend. I don't remember who it was. Doesn't matter. It was but Kendrick Lamar. Okay, Kendrick Lamar, oh, the great so, Kendrick Lamar. You know the story. So he invited some white girl on stage. Yeah,
3: invited white girl on stage. She was singing along. Said the uh, the aforementioned uh, n word because the n words in the song, In the song. multiple times. <laughs> yes, he kind of stops it down and says, "Hey, hey, hey let's uh, in going forward. Let's let's jump over that song for, or that word for you." She goes forward, doesn't do it. I don't know how much intoxication was involved, that you're caught up in the moment. She seemed to have been put in an impossible situation.
0: Absolutely. And and, and the whole thing is just weird. So he gets to sing the words to the song. He wrote the song, but she can't sing the words to the song because she's white.
2: I don't know. So she's there at his concert singing along, which in, is a thing. Because she invited will,
0: up on stage yeah, to participate him in...
2: By, during that song. Yeah, yeah. Well, blow me down. Yeah, I so mean, what, come on, everybody. It gets kind of
0: complicated
2: there. Is any of this S leading to racial harmony and understanding? No, absolutely no, not.
0: No. Um, and the, just on the chef thing, now, maybe it's because... A lot of Trump stuff been going on, North Korea, whatever, but I haven't heard an Al Sharpton boycott or any of that stuff that usually happens with this
2: ginormous food is that the, name the, of the, show? the
0: food network has not booted him off the air and suspended him until further notice or anything like that. So I'm just wondering if maybe
2: I found out uh, not too long ago that a, a good friend of mine is a fan of the tiny food movement. Oh, no. What is the, and, uh, what is the tiny food movement? How did you tell movement? them that you weren't friends anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's affected the relationship. What's
0: the tiny food movement?
2: You Does it go with the tiny house movement? You go to the... Well, <laughs> you know, you got a tiny kitchen, right? <laughs>
0: tiny little spatula. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where you make... I'm
0: going to flip this little pancake like the size of well, a that's, dime.
2: That's it. You, you get a very little plate, and you make tiny pancakes and a tiny little piece of bacon. Really? And, yeah. and a couple of drops of syrup, and you put it on the plate so and got, say, isn't that... Cool. So it's
0: got nothing to do with eating. It's more of just like the the. It's a craft, I guess. It's a, like, It's a craft. Okay, I get that kind of it. Mm, do like, you? Well, <laughs> it's like people. I make, get bullfighting too, but I'm not going to engage in it. It's <laughs> like people who make dollhouses or something, right? You're crafting a little tiny kitchen in yes, a dollhouse, but far
2: lamer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a very nice tiny burger. You know, it'd be better a regular size burger. <laughs>
0: Eh, boy. Uh, Trump is currently speaking on North Korea. We'll bring you the highlights. Oh boy,
2: happen. oh boy. I wonder if he's going to level with the American people and say, "Look, it was looking increasingly shaky, and so we bailed." Yeah, uh-huh. which is, which is fine. Um, let's wear a fresh least... coat on today. <laughs> yeah. Both he and Pence look to have been freshly spray painted. Um, Where that leaves us with North Korea is very difficult to say. We're going to talk to Will England of the Washington Post during the award-winning fourth hour, if you are so fortunate as to receive it via the airwaves. If not, uh, chase down the podcast. I'm going to have a tiny little sandwich for lunch today. Just like this big. How tiny is it? It's like a, a burger would be like the size of a silver dollar, maybe. Okay. That is so cute.
0: Is it? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.